0: Welcome back everybody, I'm so glad that you decided to join me again for another Bible study message. This has been an awesome series and I hope that you have been enjoying it. We're in this series entitled uh, The Divine Protection Plan. We're looking at Psalm 91 and we've been trying to get through the entire Psalm. There are 16 verses of goodness and we've been having a great time in it. Uh, And today we're going to do the exact same thing and just continue on in it. Now, if you haven't heard part one, two, three, go back and hear those. It's going to be a rich blessing to you. This is part number four. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So whether you're joining me by way of the Roku channel, uh, YouTube, our website, podcast, however you're listening or watching, I want to let you know that Jesus loves you greatly, and we're going to have a great time today. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, before we can get started, let's go ahead and have our word of prayer. And like we did on part number three, would you do me a favor and touch your phone, touch the screen, touch your remote control, however you're connecting with us at this time. And uh, we're going to use that as a point of contact, because I want to pray God's blessings and favor over your life. And we're also going to pray that the Lord bless us here in Bible study. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your beloved, my friend, that is right now watching or listening. Lord, I pray that you would, I ask you that you would bless them, that you would bless their going in and that you would bless their going out. Lord, that you would make them the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Father, I pray that you would keep them safe and secure from any virus random shootings, terrorist attacks or diseases, whatever is around them. Lord, I pray right now that the power of the devil will be broken off of their lives in Jesus mighty name and that the resurrection power of Christ Jesus would come alive in their hearts and in their lives. Father, I thank you that you have posted angels about them right now to keep them safe. Lord, I thank you for your beloved. And Lord, with all my heart, I pray bless them Bless them. If they are sick, Father, I pray right now and I declare by the stripes of Jesus. They're healed by the stripes of Jesus. I declare healing and deliverance. And Lord, I thank you for wiping all that away. If there is sorrow covering their lives, Lord, I ask you to bring them great comfort and that your love, your joy, your peace will be established in their lives. Lord, give them what is lacking. Father, be their supply, be their source. I thank you, Father, for our time together. And Lord, we pray that you bless us in today's Bible study, that we may grow and know you even better. We love you today. And I thank you for my friend. In Jesus name. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much for praying with me. Well, I'm ready uh, to get back into the word of God last time we stopped again on part number, Lord help me, I'm still doing the same thing this week. We stopped on verse number four and we never got to verse five. So we're gonna try to go back and do a little bit more. All right, so let's take a deep breath. and Calm down, because we're still so excited. And let's try to go through it. Now, we're gonna go back and read once again. Uh, verses 1 through 16 of Psalm 91. So feel free to read along with me. Please do, because you know I need all the help that I can get. Glory, glory to God. All right, here we go. Let's read. Verse 1, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Lord. Yes. All right. So here we are. Starting episode number four officially and let's get down to it and let's see what happens. The last time we were together, we looked at verse four and we peered over into verse number five. Wasn't able to get there. Let's talk about verse four just for a second. Just you believe me, just for a second. And then we'll go on to verse five. Verse four uh, says again, where's my verse four? Yes. Verse 4 says, he shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. So we talked about uh, when truth becomes a shield, lies are are arrows, you can bet that. And uh, so we want to cover ourselves with the Word of God and make sure that we believe in what the Lord said. Now, we also last time talked about how Jesus has made us acceptable in the presence of God. And that how, because of the favor that Jesus has granted unto us, we uh, can receive God's His presence, uh, His protection, His provision, and His power. All because of what Jesus has done for you with His precious blood. And I believe we looked at 1 John 4th chapter. Let's go back to that just for a second. 1 John 4. And I wanna read verse number 18. So, if you haven't heard the last part, go back. We we'll talked a little bit more, but I wanna pick up here on verse number 18. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear have torment. Let me read that one more time. Make sure I, I wanna make sure I read it correctly. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear, have torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. All right? So we're going to have to dwell in love, and really that's receiving the love that God has for you, believing that He loves you apart from your faults. Hear your faults. God says, uh huh, put that over there. I love you with the love that I have for Jesus. He loves you with that agape love. Oh. And God's love does not Uh, It is not merit based. That's what we can say. The love of God is not merit based. In other words, you don't qualify for it. It is freely given to you apart from your works. This is how you accept it in the sight of God. And that must be believed Hmm. because we, you you know, you know yourself better than any person on the planet, I believe. But you don't know you better than God knows you. And he sees you through the lenses of Christ, or he sees you through Christ. And he says, as you, are, you, as you are born again, born of God, he says that he finds no fault in you. Go back to last week's message and and grab a hold of that. Because you're in Christ, he sees no fault in you. All he sees is Christ. Now, I understand that sin will continue to occur until we reach the place of perfection. But as you walk with him, as you walk in the light, Scripture says, as you walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses you from all sin and unrighteousness. When you make a sin or commit a sin, sound like you when you make a boo-boo, when you commit a sin, you confess that thing, confess that before the Lord. You repent of that, ask him to wash you, ask him to... Cleanse you of that. Ask him to take the desire for that out of your heart. And you will see that he will do just that. He helps you. And he'll help you through this life, cleansing you and washing you every single day. And you will eventually see that what God said about you is true. You are holy in his sight. Glory to God. Now let's go down to verse number five. Somebody said, I didn't think he'd do it. Yes, well, here you go. We just do what we do. Verse 5 says this, and this is why I wanted to back up and get that uh, last verse we just read. Verse 5 says, again, Psalm 91 verse 5 says, Thou shalt not be afraid. Thou shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. All right, this is why I want, why I want to get the, the love scripture we just read there. I want to get that in from 1 John, the fourth chapter because there's no fear in love now I want you to see in verse 5 it starts off with three words thou shalt not say that with me thou shalt not one more time thou shalt not now can you think of any other place in scripture where God said thou shalt not Right. Give yourself a high five award if you said the Ten Commandments. If not, give yourself a high five award. All right. Because you're listening today, you're watching. Thou shalt not is a commandment, isn't it? So the Lord is commanding us. You shall not fear. Don't fear. And the word fear. Somebody said, well, how can you do that? Let's let's read on. The word or it says afraid. Thou shalt not be afraid. You shall not fear the word afraid means to uh, yeah, the word afraid means to fear. It means to revere. It means to stand in awe. It means to respect. Grab a hold of that. The Lord said, you will not respect this thing. You will not stand in respect of respect in, of this thing. You will not stand in awe of this. Don't do that. So whatever's plaguing your life, if it's the virus going around, if it's random shootings, if it's terrorist attacks, there are a lot of things that are going on in Psalm 91. And the Lord says, don't fear it. Don't give it respect. Don't stand in awe. Don't stand in awe of it. You know, oh, my goodness, this is happening. Oh, my goodness, that is happening. What are we going to do? What are you doing? You're standing in awe and respect of it now. Why would you stand in awe and uh, in respect of it when you, when you dwell, when you abide under the shadow of the most powerful? You got that? You're dwelling in God. And God said, look, I am right here. Why would you pay respect to that? You know, Uh, let me give you another example. Let's say. You're there uh, with someone uh, in a special relationship. Let's say maybe your father, earthly father, okay? Or earthly mother or someone that you really, really expect, okay? They're driving a Sherman tank, one of those big, big army army tanks, okay? And they say, I'm going to protect you. But here comes someone and they come up with um, a straw with a spitball in it. I know, excuse it. And they say, I'm going to blow my spitball at you and this is going to be a terrible thing. You better watch out. And you cringe, oh, but you're inside of the tank. So the father said, here, don't be afraid. Don't pay that in respect. Don't go, oh, the spitball. No, no. I I know. No, don't do that because you're in safety. Remember, you're in the refuge. You're in the fortress. You don't have to pay that any respect. Just say, oh, get on with yourself. old devil, get on with yourself. I'm safe in my father. Hallelujah. This is why the Lord commands. Verse five, thou shalt not be afraid. Afraid of what? Let's go ahead and read on. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flyeth by day. Now let's talk about the terror by night part. Terror by night. The word terror actually means sudden alarm, sudden alarm. Now terror by night could also be talking about uh, night terrors or nightmares. You know, it's when you're, in the sleep, and you know, you're sleeping there just like you're sitting here. Uh, you're sleeping, and all of a sudden, oh, what was that? You know, you there's something in the dream that started you, startled you so much. Something is coming at you, or something is happening, and you wake up afraid. You wake up terrified. Night terrors. The Lord said, you will not fear. Do not fear night terrors. But it's, it's not just nightmares, but it's things that bring su- or make sudden alarms at night, maybe sirens that will go off at night, and you're wondering, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? It's like they're afraid of what's going to happen next, and this happens at night, and they're also terrified during the day. God said, you don't do that. Now, the Lord is talking to those who are dwelling in a secret place, those who are in his shadow, those that are right beside him. And he's saying to you, Son, daughter, you're with me, and I know that you're seeing the news. I know that you're seeing the the news, reading the news feeds on your social media. I know that you're reading the newspapers and the magazine and and what they're saying and and how things are getting bad and all that. But look, you're right here under me. You're right here in my loving arms and care. You don't need to fear all of that. Can you feel that? You don't need to fear all of that because I'm with you. I'm the most powerful. Glory to God. You don't need to respect any of that stuff that's going on glory. Now, we, let's use wisdom. If it's the virus thing, let's use wisdom. There's nothing wrong with washing your hands. Washing your hands is a good thing. Taking a bath is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. If you have to sneeze, sneeze it's a good thing to take a tissue or something, because and, and, you don't want all the mucus flying out on everybody. That's rude. No. It's a good thing just to have proper good hygiene. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So uh, having good hygiene doesn't mean that you don't trust the Lord. That means that um, you're respectful of other people. Glory to God, because we know certain smells can come. So all right, let's just stop that right there. You got me. So the Lord says, don't be afraid. Don't stand in awe. Don't stand in respect of sudden things happening at night. Now, night also symbolizes, uh, of course, darkness. Darkness, night, darkness, talks about uh, things being unknown. A lot of people are afraid of the unknown, and we're going to see more of this as we go down. There'll be some things that men will say, we can't figure this thing out. We don't know how this and that's happening. We don't know. And they'll freak out because they don't understand it. God said, don't you be terrorized. Mm? Don't you stand in awe of these things that will happen. He said, no, don't worry about that. You're in my care. You're in my arms. Have faith in me. So he says again, you will not be afraid. Do not fear the terror that comes by night. Okay. That is things happening suddenly. He says, don't do it. Don't allow that to clench your heart. Don't take that fear in, okay? He says, thou shalt not fear or be afraid. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. Sudden things happening at night. Sudden unknown things, unexpected things happening by night. Don't stand in awe of that. Then he says, nor for the arrows that fly by day. Arrows are uh, projectile weapons. Weapons that are fired here and they go off and they land somewhere else. Now, we may not fear or have cause to fear arrows today, but there are a multitude of projectile weapons today. Uh, some of the most popular are bullets that can be fired here and land over there. Or how about missiles that's fired here and land over there? He says, you will not be afraid or do not fear uh, projectile weapons or arrows that fly in the day. So this attack is going on day and night. And for those who are not under the secret place of the Most High God, who are not abiding in the secret place, abiding in the presence of God, they're going to be, I mean, really terrorized. I mean, they're going to be afraid, afraid, afraid. But don't let their fear become your fear. Did you hear that? Don't let their fear, their panic, their dread become yours. You can share with them your faith in Christ Jesus. You can share with them, but if they don't receive it, then, you know, that's between them and the Lord. But you, my friend, please hear me. Please, please, please don't let their fear become your fear. All right. So we're going to remain, remain peace at peace and at rest in our father's love. He loves you. That's wonderful. All right, so we're going to finally get along here. Let me show you another scripture here that backs us up in Second Timothy, uh, verse one, uh, rather, Second Timothy, Chapter one, verse seven, as this talks about fear uh, even more. The Bible says in First, Second Timothy, the, uh, the first chapter, verse number seven, for God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. So again, God says, don't fear. Don't give this respect. Don't give it honor. Mm -mm. Don't stand in awe of it. You don't have to. Why? Because you are abiding in the secret place of the most high, of the most powerful, of the El Shaddai. You don't have to fear what they fear. Glory to God. Share with them your faith, but don't allow their fear to invade your heart, to invade your home, to invade your space. When those arrows come to you, allow God's word, his truth, to be your shield. Allow his truth to be your buckler and defend yourself. Are you with me? With the truth of God's word. declare. If they come to you and say, oh, you're going to get sick, you say, no, no, no. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. I abide in the secret place. The father is my refuge and my fortress. You can declare the word. No evil will befall me. Mm -mm. Neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. I am safe and secure in my father. Again, don't let their fear become your fear. Because one of the tactics of the enemy is to paralyze you, is to paralyze the world with fear. And he will use media to do that. But don't let their fear become your fear. I feel like a broken record, but I hope that you hear me. All right, so 2 Timothy, first chapter, verse 7 says again God has not given us the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. God didn't give it to you, so you don't receive it. Now, I love what the Lord says here in Joshua 1 9. It says, Have not, I commanded thee, be strong and have a good courage, be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed for the Lord thy God is with thee wheresoever thou goest. Awesome. Now we're finally down to verse number six. Now, verse six ties in with verse five. Once again, it says, verse five, thou shalt not be afraid for the word for can also be interpreted of. All right. Again, thou shalt not be afraid for or thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day. Look at verses, verse six. Nor for or nor of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor of, we're going to substitute for for of, nor of the destruction that waits at noonday. All right. So again, the word for can also be translated of. All right. So we're not taking things out. All right. So verse six tells you again, what not to fear. Now, this is so important because if God's commanding you not to do it, that means he's also giving you the grace to do that, to not to do it. And if he's commanding us not to do it, that means that there's going to come all these arrows and all these things at you everywhere. And its desire is to cause you to panic. And when panic comes, it's going to lock you down. Don't let it lock you down. Don't let fear ensnare you. God says, "Don't do it. Don't do it." He doesn't give us a choice. He tells us, "Thou shalt not fear. Thou shalt not be afraid." Don't allow it to happen. Tell it no. It's like a like a mailman that comes and brings your package. If you don't want it, you say no. Refuse delivery. Refuse delivery. Now, because this thing will be happening so often, you're going to have to refuse delivery multiple times. Multiple times. Refuse the opportunity to be afraid. Refuse the fear. All right. So he says again, verse number six, nor for the pestilence. Pestilence is disease, plagues, viruses. He says, don't fear it. Don't give it awe. Don't give it respect. Uh, That is, don't stand in awe. Don't give it respect, he says, nor for the pestilence that waits, that wastes, rather that walketh in darkness, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness. That word walk there means to, it means to live. Uh, it means to, um, to go or come. It means to depart. It means to proceed. All right. So let's take, let's take the definition to live. He says, don't be afraid of what's, living in darkness. Don't be afraid of the pestilence or the plagues, viruses living in darkness. Can you see this developing? Now you say, well, where does a plague or pestilence or where does a virus live in darkness? Now darkness meaning, of course, the unknown. Um, The unknown or something not quite understood. They tell you that viruses or plagues and things of that nature can live on a surface, you know, for for so many days. And uh, it's, again, dwelling in dark, walking in darkness. Darkness is the unknown. It can live on surfaces. Um, It can live on different things. It can be in the air. You just don't know. He says, don't fear that. Don't fear. Don't fear the diseases that live or that walk in darkness or that walks or lives in the unknown. Now, let's take it just surface level here. Diseases walking or plagues walking in darkness. We take it just on surface level. Um, Animals can carry uh, diseases. And they can live in dark places. Bacteria can live in dark places. God says, don't allow that to terrorize you. Don't allow that to make you afraid. I believe the Lord will give you supernatural immunity to this thing because you dwell in his secret place. I believe that his presence will burn up, will burn up the thing before it even gets to you. Or if he makes contact with you, it's not going to prosper. That weapon formed is not going to prosper in your life. So let's believe God for supernatural deliverance. After all, you are dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. You are abiding under his shadow. Glory to God. So he says, in essence, do not fear, do not fear viruses, plagues, diseases, pestilence, that walk or that live in darkness, that live in the unknown. He says, nor for the destruction that wastes, that that wasteth at noonday. Now, the word wasteth here. uh, I want to get this for you. The word wasteth means to ruin. It means to destroy. It means to to spoil. It means devastate. It means to be strong or be powerful. Now grab a hold of this. He talks about what seems to be two time periods here, right? He says, don't be afraid of the plagues. Don't be afraid of the plagues that walk in darkness, nighttime. Nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. That's daytime. Again, that's that 24-hour battle going on. The destruction that wastes at noonday, again, the word waste here can mean to become powerful, to be powerful or to be strong. There will be some type of destruction that will become more powerful in the light. It says at noonday, at high noon. That's the maximum light uh, during the day, I believe, when the sun is at its highest. He says, when the sun is at its highest, maybe when things are clearly seen, maybe when things, everybody says, hey, everything's looking fine, I can understand. Light meaning, you know, to understand or clearly seen or or to be manifested. He says, at that time, don't be afraid or don't allow fear to strike you when things become more devastating, when things become more destructive, You know, he says, don't fear it, don't fear it. So I believe they will say on the news, so-and-so is happening in darkness. Uh, That is, it's hiding, hiding under the bacteria, bacteria or the virus hides under this. It, It hides over there. And in the daytime when the sun is up or it becomes more powerful, these things happen. God said, hey, don't fear that. Don't allow that to cross your mind. Don't accept that package. Do not fear because he is with you. This is God's divine protection plan. Now the father already knew that all this stuff would be coming upon the earth. This is why he set this in motion thousands of years ago. He set this in motion to protect his people. Glory to God. Now, now I want you to see one more. Let's try to go down to verse number seven. And I believe this is really going to help us and we're going to stop it here. As we continue with the theme today of not fearing again, verse five, thou shalt not be afraid. You will not fear. Do not do this. Thou shalt not. Don't fear night terrors. Don't fear the arrows that fly during the day. Don't fear. Uh, the pestilences or the diseases that live in darkness, that walketh in darkness. Don't fear it. It's bright, uh, sunny. It's in the afternoon, and things seem to get worse during the day. God says, don't fear it. Don't allow it to come in. Now listen to verse number seven. Verse seven is a result, I believe, of those who allow fear to come in. Remember, fear has a very, it's, it, has, it is an attractive force, can I say, to things that, uh, that, that are horribly bad. When fear is present, you draw stuff to you when you fear it. Sort of like what Job said. He said, the, the, the thing that I have, uh, that I've been afraid of has come upon me. What I feared has come upon me. You know, so fear can attract uh, darkness to you. It can attract things to you, just like faith attracts as well. What you believe attracts. Fear has that same attractive power. Maybe not to the same degree as faith, but fear nonetheless will cause things to be attracted to you. This is, this is one reason I believe the father said, don't fear it. Don't attract it to you. I got you safe. Now, verse seven, I believe again is what happens to those or what's going to happen to those. Uh, that allow that fear to penetrate them, that don't have the covering and the shield of God's secret place. Verse 7 says this, and this is a terrible thing here. Verse 7 says, A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Do you see that? He says a thousand shall fall. A thousand shall fall. That word fall there is in the uh, Hebrew is, I believe it is pronounced uh, Nafal or Nafal, Nafal. And Nafal means, it does mean to fall, but it also means to fall prostrate, to fall prostrate, prostrate, to fall prostrate, to prostrate oneself before. It means to fall into the hand of, to fall away, uh, to turn out. It means to waste away. So grab a hold of this. Let's look at that word prostrate. That's interesting, isn't it? He says a thousand shall fall at thy side, right? And ten thousand at thy right hand, at your side. That's close to you. Right, the right side. I always talked about the place of honor. A thousand falling at your side next to you, close to you. And ten thousand in a place where you never thought that would happen. It's falling at your right hand, but it will not come near you. The word fall means again, here again, it means to uh, to fall prostrate. And prostrate talks about position of prayer, it talks about a position of uh, defeat. It talks about I'm letting this in when you, when you, uh, or yeah, it also means to honor. Thank you, Holy Spirit, it means to honor. So there'll be thousands that's going to fall down before the plague, that's going to fall down before the virus, that's going to fall down before the fear and say, oh, oh, fear. I, I receive you. Oh, this thing is horrible. It's too great. It's too much for me. It's too much for me. And they'll confess these things out of their mouth and their lives will go crazy or it will go haywire and you, and you and you will say why are people just why are people freaking out what's happening they're falling they're paying homage to the fear they are respecting it they are standing in awe of this thing and as a result of that the thing that they are respecting they're all standing in awe of the thing that they are fearing is coming and when it comes they fall down to it and eventually they waste away they waste away. They let what was outside come inside and it influence their lives. But if they don't have a shelter, a refuge, a fortress, a shield, they have no defense. But that, again, is not you. Don't let their fear, their fear become your fear because you are under God's shadow. You're abiding in a secret place of the most high, of the El Shaddai, the most powerful makes sense? It's making a lot of sense, isn't it? I'm thankful for the Lord today. This is wonderful. So he says, don't fall. Don't fall to it. Don't give it respect and don't give it honor. Don't fear because your father, your heavenly father is greater. Now let's look at verse number eight and then we're going to stop here for today. I think we're doing wonderfully today. Verse eight says, only with thine eyes, only with your eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Now, that's something completely different, isn't it? He said, only with your eyes. In other words, you're not gonna be part of it. He already said in verse number seven, it's not gonna come near you. It's off the table, it's not coming near me. I like what MC Hammer says, you can't touch this. You know, <laughs> it's not gonna come near you, praise God. But he said, only with your eyes, you will be able to behold and see the reward of the wicked. This is a great place to stop today. I had a great time today. On the next time we come together, we're going into verse number nine uh, through 16, and maybe we can get closer uh, to the end of Psalm 91. I have been enjoying it, and I hope that you have been too. Don't forget to go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find this message as well as the entire series. You can download it, or you can uh, download it and share it with a friend Uh, We would be grateful if you did that. And don't forget, if you want to become a partner with us to keep the lights on, keep this ministry going, then definitely go to the website and click the give button right there. And it is there that you can give in any amount that the Lord puts on your heart. And that would be such a great encouragement to us. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you. And so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We love you. now, And we'll see you next time.